Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I knew something was. Oh no! Oh no! That's the last thing you need. I remember we had a Valentine's episode, and shout out to the muses. They're amazing artists. And there was one moment where I looked at Adrian, and and Adrian has a beautiful skin. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, she's so dewy." And then she was like, "Drunk." She was doing the sweat drunk. Yeah, so I got people so drunk that they they, they got dewy. So that's when I realized, hey, sis. I mean, lucky for her, she's a beautiful girl, so it just looked like she was glistening, but... I'm always like, is the right side or does it matter? I just pop it on and see if you can hear yourself. Now get a little phallic, pull the pull the microphone up to your mouth so we can hear you. Hello. Mm-hmm. Oh, it has to be much closer than that. It looks cute with the hair, too. Oh, it's my thing now. I'm growing it out. No, so here's my thing. My goal is to, because you know I'm a face queen, mm-hmm. my goal is to lose enough weight where my face is snatched in the way that it used to be mm-hmm. so I can cut all this shit off. Like right now, the reason why my hair is wrapped like Erica Badon, it's not a Nubian choice, is that my locks are holding on. <laughs> my locks are holding on for dear life. And my loctician lives in Atlanta, so he's flying in this weekend. Thank I don't God. Feel like this is like it's lopsided. Oh no, girl, it's is inside it out. Way? No, it's inside out. Hold on. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. So I, I used to do the same thing. So it has oh, to be, they move. They have to be facing things. inside I'm your like, ears. This is not working out. There we go. The, the funny thing there is, I hosted the show for like three episodes in the debt, so don't feel bad. Perfect. I'm like, All right, mic to your mouth. Mic to your I mouth. Like I know I'm not slow. You look so cute. I think it's crazy that you are showing up with your nails all pretty right when I'm deciding to cut all mine off. Um, for anybody who can see in the camera, you see this? If you're missing one nail, maybe, but three, means you have to start over. Mm-hmm. When I see people with like half a hand of nails and half a hand without, I'm like, They don't Sis, care about life. Give up the ghost. It's like being bald with a rat tail. <laughs> I think you need to give it up. For those of you who are watching, you are like, who is this stunning Nubian goddess? <laughs> Look at Ferris's <laughs> She was mid-gulp when I said it. I picked the perfect time. The show's called Human Eyes. This is a uh, fashion icon and stylist, Ferris Mason. Ferris, I like you are, you are goals when I'm at a size that I don't think I'll have to like get down from, right? And the reason why I say that is because I, before I moved to LA, had four different wardrobes. Every time I would gain weight, I would buy a whole new wardrobe of shit that I loved. Mm-hmm. And then... I would like lose weight and then have to buy a whole new wardrobe. But then I would gain weight and have to buy another wardrobe. I had so many clothes to the point where I started when I Airbnb'd. I left extra clothes for get, like, look. <laughs> look what you get. From size uh, 8 to 18. You too. Like it was, it was, no, the range was 8 to 18. There's like, there's this Airbnb host who's like Oprah. No, people were taking clothes with them. They were like, oh my God, five stars. So I had to like give up. My whole thing is I'm not doing that ever again because number one, it's expensive. Number two, I'm trying to be a minimalist. But when I see you sometimes, you make me want to go shopping. Minimal. I'm trying to be a minimalist. That hasn't happened yet. It's aspirational. 
How would you describe your personal style? It's literally a question I hate most in my life. Oh, good, because we, we like to challenge you and humanize. <laughs> no, seriously, like if, uh, if I was an alien, I came to Earth and you had to describe how you dress, how would you describe it? I have words that I can think of, but I want to hear if, if our words align. Um, colorful. Yes. Uh, m modestly sexy. Oh, nice, classy. Yes, because I grew up Jehovah's Witness. Oh, that's why it's it's sexy but so, classy. Like, I, for a long time, I could only wear stuff. I couldn't wear anything above my knees. Oh, sewing up splits. Oh, that makes sense. All the things, and so sometimes I'm. Because the word that I thought about was ethereal, but ethereal is about finding sexy ways to put on layers. Right. It's true. So in a weird way, we were thinking the sex. Yeah. Oh, so we're a kabuli. I mean, and that's why I love like sheer things. Me too. Because you're naked, but you're not. Let me tell you, if there's something see through, I'm supposed to see through. I want it. I, I literally care. almost the outfit that I was gonna wear for you today was gonna be a completely see through outfit, um, but then um, I ate lunch. And so things started tugging. Things change. Well, I've been intermittent fasting. And what I realized is when you break your fast, yeah. you look pregnant for the first like three hours afterwards. Because your body's like, oh, food. So I was like, I'm not showing up. Because sometimes you just, you eat too much too sometimes. I know I've done that. Yeah. Oh, you eat so fast. I, it was a fast. Yeah. I ate a salad. It was like a cucumber salad and avocado toast and like some potatoes. It wasn't anything bad. But I was so rushing that I inhaled it. And then I, I looked like, I would have came in here looking like chocolate Rihanna, like a maternity shoe. So, so I was like, I'm not going to show up with a belly in a sticky outfit. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love, love that it. you said that modestly sexy. Yeah. What do you think is sexy now that you are free to dress however you like? And we're starting with these easy questions mm -hmm. first because it's going to get a lot deeper, hun. Well, for me, because like on me personally, mm -hmm. Like not the traditional shit. They're like, oh, look at your booty. And like whatever. Like, and you got a booty. We were in Mexico, and you came out in your bathing suit. I was like, Ferris, you got Shabon butts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you're shapely with clothes on, but it's look. Yeah. My grown man almost came out. I was like, oh, okay, body. Yeah. And it's I'm in a constant state of denial about, about your butt. How large it is. You've never seen it. I, I'd see it all the time. I'm about That's to say Ferris. That's the thing. I see it all the time. So I'm just like, oh. Fit that. And it's a real one too, and no shade, no. Yeah, no I've had people ask me that. I'm no, but like, no, but yeah. a, a real butt in LA is an exciting thing to see. No, because yeah, it's bad. Real butts are just look; they just look different. Everybody want hips like this, like a loaf of bread on the seat. Rosa was on the show, and she said it looked like the, a tooth. Like when you it's draw a picture like, of a tooth, it's like the side of the. Yeah, it's just you're like. Yeah, no, on? we're not we're not surgery shaming. We're no. just saying that it's not for us. What's so crazy is whenever I lose a lot of weight, people think I have a butt. No, I just have a deep arch. Yeah, I've learned Beyonce used to be like that before she did whatever did she's what done. She's did. I'm yeah. gonna mind my business. Um, but um, no, like when you have a deep arch and you're small enough, you can fake like you have a butt. I understand? Yeah. So shout out to the deep arches out there. Um, that's a weird thing to shout out to, but I am delirious. This has been a heavy week, right? And between the fact that, you know, it's illegal to have an abortion, but if you do have a baby, it could get shot at school. And you also can't give it formula. Make that make sense, Republicans. Um, it's been a heavy week. And so this week, I'm going to skip Hot Topics. Because my spirit, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not talking about dead babies. I'm not talking about formula. I'm not talking about, I can't, I can't do any of that right now. I'm at my, you saw how I walked in like, girl. I I, I, you know, people might feel a way about it, but I stopped actively watching news probably 11 years ago or like looking at things every day, making sure yeah. I watch this and look at this. And 
Like I still hear, you know, and, like stay informed, but, but don't wallow don't, in it. Yeah, yeah, because it's just it's so pervasive. And then so now we have the things in our hand, and we have you know, you can sit the news all day and still go on Shade Room Hollywood and lost your ball in and see everything. Yeah, it's too much. And babies, like I felt like this past week, every time I looked at the news, the baby count of, of like dead kids kept on going higher. I was like, so yeah, count me yeah, out exactly. And it's so funny too because you know a lot of people who have met me online know me as the columnist from the Grio. I worked in the news for almost a decade. I have not worked in the news for five months and it is probably the best mental health decision that I've made. I can imagine. Shout out to all the writers, journalists, um, columnists and pundits who do the Lord's work. Um, I just think for this phase of my life, I'm not there anymore. And this is a segue to the thing that I really want to talk about. I really want to get into this. And and by the way, none of the guests ever know what we're going to talk about. So don't think it's just you. You guys just trust me enough to know oh, it's going to be a fun kiki. And I prefer that in all things. Whenever people send me interview questions, I'll be like, motherfucker. <laughs> Can we just talk? Filling out grants, filling out things. Yeah. No, this is explain to me. Oh, I also don't want to overthink it. I want, I want your natural instincts exactly. to come out, right? So part of the last, oh God, how long has it been since I left the news world? Part of the last five months, five or six months is I have leaned into something that has become really popular now with a lot of black women in particular called the soft life. Have you heard about the soft life movement? No, I never. You, I think you're know. living it, whether you know it or not. I've been living. I was living the soft life in in, in in spurts and didn't even know it had a name. So for those of you who don't soft know what the soft life, life is, the soft life is a life of ease without requiring hard work, sacrifice, or unpleasantness. <laughs> it is. Thank you. This is why I picked this for your episode. It is important to understand that this social movement is less about wealth and more about fair access to standardized, good quality of living. A perfect oh, example of the yes. soft life is I'm not going to spend five hours yelling at an Ikea box. I'm going to spend $50 on a task rabbit. I'm going to have Instacart bring my groceries while I take a nap. I'm going to prioritize my rest as much as my productivity. Yes. I'm going to do self-care as a way of life rather than a, a, a special treat for being a mule to everybody. That's not even enough because it's an hour or five hours and you go back to the bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to have a life that I don't need to take a vacation from because my life is already pleasant as it is. So the soft life has now become a huge movement. Um, I think the pandemic is why it's become popularized. Yeah. But there are some of us who are just like, child, that was me. Like, I have been <laughs> developing, leading up to this for quite some time. You've been working up to yourself. And I think it's And letting thing. people know unapologetically, I don't, no, no. I, yeah. yeah. Are you oh, I can't wait to, do you have the money to do it? Go. Part of having a soft life is though, and this is so funny, shout out to my friend Latasha. We were having dinner the other night and she was like, a lot of my guy friends ask me why I don't suffer dating anymore. Or as or as much as other women do. And I, and I said, because I only date men who really like me. I said, girl, what? She come on the show. We're going to unpack that when she comes on. But like, I said, what do you mean? She was like, no, if he's not really into me, I just don't date him. Yeah. And it's so crazy because we are socialized, especially with people of color, to associate struggle or adversity with value. Correct. Like, unless I worked hard for it. I don't deserve it. Yeah. Or it doesn't have value. It's, it's horrible. How did you get yourself out of that? Because I was I was a roommate with a Jehovah Witness for many years. Mm -hmm. So I know that that can't be how you were raised, honey, because that, that, that all the Jehovah Witnesses, I know they work hard. Like, they are very no, much. I was very Jehovah's Witness. And they work really, really hard. So I'm saying, so how did you get out of the space of feeling like you had to be beholden to other people's rules and dogma and you could have a soft life? It's taken a very long time. 
Like as an adult, an adult with your my own job, yeah, four hundred one k car, car insurance, yeah. going paying to school myself, I would have people still call my daddy if they saw me somewhere. Are you serious? Saw a picture, as a grown ass woman, saw a picture on the internet, call my daddy, and I'd be like, Oh God, you God know I'm grown you. as fuck, right? Like, ain't nobody paying my bills but me. Like, how does your family make peace with you, like leaning um, into being your own? Yeah, you know. It was. I'm assuming. I'm assuming they have. Well, have they made peace well, my, with you? Well, my parents have passed. Okay. Um, it was just always a very thin balancing line. So you had to juggle their expectations and their. But not always. There were points where I was just like, I don't care. Like, you know. Talk about it. You know, I remember this one time because so I grew up in Oakland. So, oh, I forgot to mention that in the intro. <laughs> I should have said Oakland Finest. Ferris is very Oakland. A.T. Chestnut. There was one part in Tulum where I put on a strobe light and some too short and a different side of Ferris came out. Oh, my goodness. What's my favorite word? I was like, oh, you're very Oakland. My early 20s. Yeah, you're very. I will never hear too short without thinking of you now. Damn. Well, continue. You're from Oakland. Uh huh. So, anyway, this is I was still living back home and i was i don't know where i was coming from or, or going to or whatever but um i was i was like oh let me see if my parents is home right uh, was when they were alive and still vibrant and abundant loving beings yeah. i was so i called i said mommy she picked the phone she's like i was like mommy you at home she's like no i'm in the car with your daddy i was like okay well i'm about to, about to meet you guys at the house i was like but let him know i have on a short skirt oh and she said she hung up the phone when I got there, my dad didn't say nothing because he knew. And because so, I, I, cause I used to, cha- I used to not go there if I didn't have on the right clothes. I used to change, Damn. or I, I like, I go, you know, or I just wouldn't go, right. or I'd have, I put on a jacket, you know. I got my first two when I set tattoo when I was like nineteen, so I, I hid that one. Of course, I was living at home. It feels like a Cosby Show episode. You, hit, you hit your tattoo. I did, and my mom, because it's your mama. Your mama gonna see your shit. Yeah. She, she's like, what is that? But she also used to be a girl too, so she knows. what No, it's but like. she was, she was. My mother was. My, both of my parents were very loving, but my mother was not the strict as my, yeah. was nowhere near as strict as my dad. So my mother, she was like, what is that? I was like, a tattoo? I was like, I got it. I drew it myself. <laughs> no, I drew it myself. <laughs> Mommy, I'm an artist. She's like, oh God, this child. And she was like, why don't you just get a little rose on your ankle? Aww. <laughs> so that's why I have this big ass knee. Oh, wow. This that's rose beautiful. for my mom. Oh, that's beautiful, Ferris. Yeah, I my um yeah my one of my my friend Keenan Keenan Chapman he's a really dope artist. How long have you been in L.A.? Um, oh, about ten years. Ten yeah, years. Yeah, literally, I moved here right before I turned thirty-one, and I'm about to turn forty-one tomorrow. Woohoo! Happy birthday! Bye, you're yeah. you're you're a Gemini. And yeah. um, I actually love Gemini's. I, I I know that I'm not allowed to say that since that's supposed to be the most controversial sign. We're so nice. Uh, look, y'all. If we, are, if we like you, y'all are nice to <laughs> people that y'all like. I will say that part. <laughs> but you gotta why, be on but, the list. But like, why would you want to be any other way? I don't have time to be up here be a fake. You know when Beyonce was pregnant <laughs> with twins, there was a petition for the her to induce labor and not have Gemini's. <laughs> She still did. Because they were like, no, we don't need two more Gemini's. Yes, you do. I think being Gemini twins is kind of perfect. Like, you're twins and you're Gemini's. Like, think about that. Rule the world. I Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with Gemini's. Probably because the Kiki with me, so I'm in the car with them laughing. It probably sucks on the other side of the Kiki. No, yeah, because when... 
you're on the side of which you no longer I just don't care for you or you've done some fuck shit yeah. or you disrespected me in some way and tried to whatever. I'd be like, okay, got it. But y'all like a, a little, no longer see you. Y'all are entertained by a little bit of mess though, which is why I always say Gemini's, Aries, and Libras get along because even if you're not in the mess, you're fascinated by watching other people do stuff. So you got you guys are people watchers, whether you realize oh no or no not. I am no well, so that so yes and that's you're, you're the, people watchers. That's one of my favorite. You'll be like, oh, what's she doing over there? Oh, that's oh, that's a lot. Ask me. Ask any of my closest friends. Uh, go out to like a, a club, little dance thing, or out. It doesn't matter if it's a day party, whatever it is. If you don't see me after a moment, you're like, where, where did Ferris go? Find a corner that, you has, and, you, that you, has space, and you, I will be in it staring you and at the people. bushes like Homer just watching people and eating I, popcorn. I might be dancing by myself, like, drinking, and I just be looking at people. And, and I really, I don't realize it, but I do really stare. No, y'all, Gemini stare. <laughs> and I don't realize it that I'm staring. Y'all don't even be blinking. No, because I just be like, hmm. Yeah, the, even the famous ones. Like, if you watch all the fa famous gifs of, of Kanye, mm -hmm. it's him just staring like... Yeah, because you just be reading people. I, I'm really good at reading people, feeling but, energy. But the lack of just... interest in hiding it, Ferris, is why people be mad at y'all. At least know how to hide that shit. At least, <laughs> see, at least you know what you're getting when you come <laughs> out with... What's the feel assessed? Like, is this girl looking me up in there like the Terminator? But the thing is, it, it's not, it's never even, most of the time it's not that personal because some of my best... Oh, to the mic. To... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she got excited. I'm like, um, but it's not personal. Because it's some not. of my best, my best friends, when we're like, we're, we started our friendships and we, you know, they'll be like, girl, you just look me up and down. I'll be like, oh, I did. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And then they realize it don't mean nothing. No, I, I, like, like when I met you, I was like, so Ferris, I know you're a fashion plate, but I'm flat footed and I hurt my ankle. <laughs> And I'm about to wear some Crocs. I like just get out your system now. You're like, sure. The first, that's the first time I put the Crocs on. You were like, <laughs> I, did. I said first. I warned you. I told you I was wearing Crocs around you. <laughs> I explained my situation, bitch. Uh, Let me have it. <laughs> it is funny. Y'all see, I find that shit amusing. I don't even know. I find it but funny. Shit. It's so hard for me to act like to act like it's okay when it's not or something. Because like even with dealing with people that are unaccountable yeah i just be like i can't even talk to you yeah because nothing nothing yeah. i say it's gonna make a difference and i'm just gonna be like the fuck it's it's very interesting because part of this whole theme about living a soft life right it also means doing and i've been talking about this a lot energy management like managing right. and picking your battles okay. has there ever been a point where you felt like oh snap i'm reacting too much because i feel like for me recently I haven't been reacting much to anything. And I was like, either I'm very zen or I'm dead on the inside. But I have, and I realized I was just being zen. But like things just haven't been getting a reaction out of me lately. And I don't know if it's fatigue, spiritual growth, a little uh, bit of both maybe. I'm, what gets you out of character? I'm, I'm reactory like most of the, but in. She said I react most of the time. But I do. But, that's not a soft life. But in different, in, there's different ways in which that's I a, do it. Okay. Like I'm not like the fuck. You know, it's it's like, let me take the time to think about it and give you a professional get at you. Okay. Even if it's not in a professional setting. So you do a per your last email on the streets. I can do it both both ways. Okay. But when I sense. do get there. Oakland come out and that's like not a good space for me to be in. Yeah, don't nobody want to see Oakland come out. I feel like Oakland that's, that's see then start doing this. I, f I felt like Oakland almost came out on Tulum and I was like, somebody gonna get hit. Oh no. We I've but the thing, I've never been in a fight my whole life. Really? My whole life. Meanwhile, here I am, all Buddhist and stuff. I have. Never been in one fight. I've realized that when I fight, my survival instincts come out. 
I, that's what's supposed to happen no i bit somebody oh. <laughs> like i get personal like i, I want to taste them when i whoop your ass and i was, I was like you know what anger management i had ang i had rage issues in high school therapy taught me that that was just pain that i had and like you know trauma how that works mm -hmm. but i was mad at my dad but i took it out on like Every other, everybody else the world i mean not the world just my mother and my friends but still <laughs> Yo, my teens were uh, hot. You was out here giving it to people. And then you know it was? Like, if I, shame, I, I was so full of shame. Like, so if anybody did something that I felt was embarrassing, mm -hmm. I would lose my shit. Like, being embarrassed was the most mortifying thing to me when mm -hmm. I was younger, which is hilarious because I am now probably one of the most shameless people I know. <laughs> like, it is so hard to embarrass me now because when I was younger, I was a slave to optics. Like, I had an eating disorder. So, like, I, I, literally, I literally would always have a, get a blowout every Friday. I'd have a come on my purse. If the wind blew, I'd have to stop. And mm -hmm. like I had to be perfect because I was so scared of what a lack of perfection meant. Like I wasn't lovable once I was perfect. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I went to New York and went through a whole phase. I was like, ah, whatever. My whole phase was very healing. Did you ever have a whole phase? A whole phase. I mean, they're, they're, you're, I, first, you're first saying yes and no at the same but time. But the thing is, like, when I think of what that word implies. Sexual freedom. Yeah. I've had times of being sexually free, when, okay. but and it's been very clear to whoever I was dealing with, like, oh, I'm just like I'm you were ethical, ho. Yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to have a relationship, and but in, for me, it's never like I don't know how everyone does their things, but some people are like it's a lot of people. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, for me, yeah. like maybe one or two people. Yeah, no, my whole phase had ebbs and flows. I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna get too much into that because my mother just found my podcast. <laughs> So I'm, <laughs> she's like, honey, your friends are so cute. I'm like, mommy, please stop watching the show. Oh, you're like, I need to talk about this. Yeah. I don't so, need an interrogation. I'm going to be sharing less because my 75-year-old mother now watches Human Eyes and this is very embarrassing. One thing I will say about the, the, the soft life that I did think is a great nuance is, and watch everybody look this up, like, oh, the soft life. It's a great way to live. Is there a song for the soft life? Like, there should be. You want the soft life. This was like a body roll song. Um, part of it is back in the day, the soft life was attached to something called hypergamy. And for those who don't know, hypergamy is the act of dating someone or having a relationship with someone who has a, a superior social, social, I hate this word, socio, um, ecological or educational background, basically somebody rich. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, to have the soft life, you'd have to find a rich man to take care of you, and then he would gift you the soft life. That is a still much prevalent. It's still, I mean, they, 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 they've been prostitutes as long as they've been prophets, yeah, right? Exactly. So prostitution is the oldest religion, uh, the no, oldest religion. That's Damn near. The oldest profession. <laughs> There's been city girls as long as there's been Jesus, right? But like, back in the day, having a soft life you have to have a man as a prerequisite. These days, women are creating a soft life with or without a man. Correct. And you could actually date a man who makes as just as much or even less than you and still have a soft life. Like, it's not attached to mating habits anymore. Correct. And to me, there's some freedom in that. Because is it really a soft life if you're having to fuck a 70-year-old man? No. for That don't feel too soft for yeah. me. The That's times like, I wished I... That was a chewy life. Had it in me. Yo, I... I I, I don't seen, have it in me. I don't at all either. At all. My People mouth. Like, Just get a sugar daddy. I'll be like, mm. I know. I'm like, can he be my age and be fine? And that's the, that's called a boyfriend. <laughs> if he's fine in your age and doing nice things, that's just called a boyfriend. Can, can we just? Can we? Can we have that? I know a lot of sugar baby. Oh, I should have said that out loud. I know. I I know sugar babies who I don't, who I love and are part of my close friend group. And one mm -hmm. thing I've learned from them is, they can swallow things that I can't. Pause. Like they, I didn't mean it that way. I just heard it. There was no pun it. there. No, there was no pun there. But they can take things like my mouth is too. 
Sometimes I'll be mid-sentence before I even hear what I'm saying. I'm like, damn, bitch. Like, did you have to say that? Me, it's my face. My face my face is worse than my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wish I had just said F you. Instead like, of... Yeah, so I think Sugar Baby, shout out to y'all because you guys, the discipline it takes to be a sugar baby. That's a, that's a lot. Like mentally. The mental fortitude. The men mentally. Mentally. I'm not. So I want to shout y'all out because y'all get sex shamed. I And like I've said before on the show, I found out late in life that I used to be a sex worker. I didn't know. I was a phone sex operator and mm -hmm. I didn't realize that was sex work. Oh. Why are all y'all acting like this is a common knowledge? <laughs> you know what? Screw my guests who always act like I'm a dumb bitch. And I know what this <laughs> I mean, I, sex I, is in the actual work. No, no, no. Title. I thought sex work meant that I was working with, my, with sex. Like, I just talk about it. So I didn't think. Anyways, Ferris, now I'm, I'm clear that I used to be a sex worker. But back in those days, I remember, like, we used to have, like, the party lines and mm -hmm. all these interesting ways where the way that you were able to verbally finesse someone was how you got to like being cute was, was was whatever but you also had to have a little bit of smarts these days you can have an ig page and talk in cursive and nobody cares man dude. i've met so many gorgeous people who can't talk in a straight line yeah this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Or they're just this emptiness is just emptiness in the fashion world have you come up across a lot of that because i've met a lot of really brilliant fashionistas but what do you do when you meet someone who you're like oh my god i love your style let's work together x y and z and they're like oh she's she a little she a little lukewarm she's not that bright um i don't know you make I, a face i can already tell you know because like it's different like when you're working and you're on set or doing things there's certain ways that you can't be right yeah so, you know, I'm but not... what if you're a resting bitch face like me? Like, uh, no, I'll just be like, you know, you oh, might, you, yeah, you I, do the, the blank smile. Because I like, I can't have an honest, commun any honest communication with you if you, you know, about. But don't they take a liking to you? My problem is when somebody who's dim with it takes a liking to me. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, how do I, just, how do I don't be You know what? It just depends. You know, I have, you know, everyone has people around them sometimes that may not be as, what, maybe, what do you feel, as intelligent? No, I or, don't. All my friends are brilliant. No, I'm saying, but sometimes there are people just in your not that are part of your circle. Oh, in your vicinity, yeah. And you just be like, but you know, maybe you know, maybe they funny as shit, or maybe you know. But I was still call that brilliant though. Like if I don't know somebody who's not book smart, but it's like quick witted and funny, mm -hmm. I'm still oh, call yeah. you brilliant. I don't mean like book smart. That's, yeah, I don't. I book don't, smart is that's a. People I don't think know. that that's like a pinnacle of something. It's totally not. Any dim people, like everybody around no, me, I, I I admire whatever version of intelligence they have. Mm -hmm. I admire it in some way. I can't, I don't know what it's like to look at a friend and be like, oh, she's, she, she oh, no. a bag of rocks. I would never have any friends like that. Oh, man. No. I, I think I'm, what are you going to do? Like, you, what, take pictures in the room? Take pictures? I had a friend who had a bunch of dim friends. And I would ask her, like, sis, What's why are you doing it? Yeah. Well, she said it was good for her following because they had high follower counts. I can't even. And they were doing cross promotion. <laughs> I don't even want to hear anymore. This is why social media is like the the hardest thing for me. And then they disable my shit, so I can't even. Let's talk about that. I so what know. what did you do to get disabled? Because they I went to Mexico. Me. Apparently, they hating because black people are meant to loom. Yeah. So <laughs> I we, don't know. We went to Tulum. You had a page. By the time we got back, it was gone. And I had not posted 
on there since December 2nd of last year. Are you sure you weren't hacked? No, because I didn't know. Nothing. Nothing showed up. I didn't get them by like, girl, what's posted on your page? Because my friends would have told me. Yeah. No, it was just, your shit's been disabled for I violation. looked you up today to make sure. And it's and you are you don't exist on Instagram yeah. right now. And then, like, I did things they told me to do. Send a little picture with the name. <laughs> like a hostage. Like a, right. And the number, sent it, no response. And I, then the next time, I, they were like, it was a different form uh-huh. and it was like oh are you a business service like whatever i pressed it because are you open I... to starting from scratch yeah but i mean that's like not fun yeah here's the thing instagram has been on a crusade lately where they've been attacking black creators a lot and it happened to me happened to like five of my friends it even happened to jason i know like two you, of my two other people i know they're like even big some... names are like getting like yeah. like black blackballed blacklisted um a shadow band like for me for blue centric you have to put every single letter for you to a blue centric for me to show up i'm still shadow banned. i do so emotional intelligence work when you're trying to find someone if you're looking for somebody and you have to put in every single letters because they've been shadow banned because they're trying to dis- dissuade you from continuing because most people will only get to halfway and be like oh they must not exist so they do a thing where they shadow ban you where you have to put in... That's a pro tip, guys. Some, like, who has this job of being this fucking evil? I think there's some... Like, and there's the, racist moderators at Facebook and, and Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think it's a coincidence. Because back in my news days, I've written several pieces about people at Facebook getting fired or class action suits about rampant racism with the moderators. So the moderators are often like super racist and will just be looking for a reason. They tried to take my page away because I reposted a cartoon about Trump from a news site three years ago. They were in my stories. It wasn't even in my so post. They went two they years. They told you? They literally said this screenshot of that you that you reposted in your stories in 2019. It goes against violations. One more thing. We're taking your page away. Stories. What? From a news site. So I'm just telling you, they're on a crusade. But even for me, like I'm a, I just, I, I I'm not good at social media. I, yeah. I don't post things the way you're supposed to. I just post stuff about me and <laughs> like. Are you supposed to the algorithm? The, the food, I post like food I cook, little pieces of flowers and trees. Please start over. What is your new page going to be called? The new Ferris. <laughs> Ferris oh, is the new so black. Bad. Never. I don't know. <laughs> I love that voice. Never. Ferris squared. Yeah, do something. I don't know. I just. It's, because I was just ready to, I was like, okay, I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to try this. I'm going to give it a try. I, this might be. So I can just start posting my shit. But this me. might be a fresh start. Like, I've been saying this to everybody lately. So shout out to my friends who are sick of me saying this. I said this to Kyra like three times yesterday. A path is being cleared. I feel like this year, a path is being cleared for so many of us. Anything mm. that falls away, I'm making peace go. with it. Immediately making peace with it. Because it's so clear in every aspect of my life. Everybody around me, I'm watching paths being cleared. So right. maybe this is like a like a hard reboot for you to start over. Think of a name by the end of the show. Maybe we could shout it out to the audience because the point of the, the show is to tell people I mean, how to find you after they fall in love with you. I know. It's like crazy. And she's like, I good mean, luck finding I'm me. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> Girl, you just told everybody. <laughs> y'all heard face that she's in her 40s and she just reminded y'all by saying, I'm on Facebook. Let's just say I'm on MySpace. Hey, you know, I'm on there. You know, and my, I mean, but it's I'm, the same shit. You can see the same shit that you I can see know, on Instagram. But you, you don't say I'm on Facebook. I just look at stuff on there. I don't really post. No, we all do, but you're not supposed to say it. It's like a secret thing. I don't care. Nothing screams <laughs> auntie like I'm on Facebook. But I mean, you know, whatever. Look, I will say this: that the 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 early 40s have already taught me that this is not what I expected from 40s. I thought that we were gonna be stuffier. Like back in the day, 40 looked a little a lot older than than the 40 year olds I know now. 
And I said this a million times. If you want to know what 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 the early forties look like, think of Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, Brandy, and Monica. That and Lala. That's that's what the early forties now look like. That is yeah. not what it looked like back in the day. No, it didn't. Back in the day, it was like the lady from Family Matters. It it was like Carl Winslow's wife was the early forties. You know yeah. what I mean? Now it's gotten a lot sexier. It's also got a lot younger. Would you ever be a cougar? Because on the show, I've talked about being a cougar, and you're probably one of the few guests who is in the same age range as me. Would you ever think about finding you a little tenderoni? Um, so before I got attached, mm -hmm. you know, I'll be on these apps. The young ones come for me all the time. No, you look There's, you look like the kind of lady who'd be little in the garden having young boys coming after you. Little boy one time hit me up in my what's this in my Instagram, my DM. My DMs ain't never been a thing that's Ooh, what's going on in them? Nothing. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Demystifying so, the DM. Little boy hit me up, and I was just like, he was like, what's "How old was this little boy?" Twenty. Okay, that's a, a child. Years ago. Okay, he can't drink. Okay, that's an actual little boy. And okay, I thought he, you were like thirty. And I was just like, "How did you find me?" He was just—I think he said I was on his explore page or something. And I was what like, "What kind oh, of thirst trap did you have to put you on the explore page, Mrs. Robinson?" Don't even know. It ain't up on Instagram no more. No. Oh my god! Let me find out to the Instagram. No, she I, a cougar. <laughs> But, I, but he was like, I, you know, and I was just like, okay. And he was just like, well, da, da, da. but and he's and he's some famous artist's son. Oh, so that's why he thought it didn't matter because so basically, Jaden Smith slid into your DM. I'm just joking. And it's I was just Jayden like, Smith, but... you're 20, and then come to find out, my niece went to LM, elementary school with them. Oh, so he been had a crush. He's no, like, no, when but, I get old no, enough, I'm gonna wait for your I don't think auntie. she knew him though. I never know. Like, that doesn't mean he didn't know he you, didn't Ferris. Know me. Probably not. No. No, these young boys be sitting there waiting. I've I've had somebody <laughs> get older enough to be like, you know, when I was younger, I said, I'm like, no, that's gross. What's the youngest you would date? The <sighs> absolute youngest. I was thinking about what I was we'll go call thirty. It. Same. That has to be a ten three. years is like, like that's a, a a lot, but it can work in, a, yeah. in like a ten year. I think when you go past it, I mean, that's, it works. I'm not saying that nobody. What's the oldest you would go? 50 or yeah. oh you would go 10 on, on yeah, either 10, direction 10 direction side now you're making me look bad i said i would go as young as 30 but i wouldn't go past 45 and the reason why i say that is because i just feel like people past 45 want like the things that i want they've already done like i feel like i'd be by myself with my checklist but there's some people that want it yeah I, same with being young there's some young people that want to be out here and there's some young yeah. people that's like nope i'm ready What's people, up? no people are aging very very quickly i've met some 33 year olds 34 35 year olds well you're not 50 like people you know what it is social media has exposed them to so much now you said before you were attached i don't know if you guys caught that subtle flex uh ferris it's not flexing ferris it's has no we, we welcome flexes here it's a good thing ferris has found love after how long were you single before you found your beloved um bc or no. <laughs> <laughs> me and peter and paul and them were breaking fishes with the christ <laughs> no because there's gonna be somebody out there listening uh, to you who's gonna feel inspired by this, this story um when i finally so i haven't had a boyfriend i'll say that like established this is what we were calling each other mm -hmm. since 2008 after my domestic violence case oh wow so that's and then I wow. haven't had someone that I was attached to in that way that was, we had this problem with the claiming with words thing. Oh, I hate that. For a long, long time. I stopped dealing with him in 2014. Oh, wow. So that's significant. So, yeah. And like, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because this is becoming a popular thing now. There mm -hmm. are women who are, I'm meeting a lot of women who are going 
not just months anymore, but years and years and years without finding someone who they think can like honor them in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's a silent pandemic, romantically speaking. Yeah. Um, I also think that black women, a lot of times, social media teaches our men not to respect us as much as they should. And that's something that's kind of become normalized now. And so there have been girlfriends that I've met who have like, I'm just going to get a dog and die alone. I'm like, no, no, don't yeah. do that. Like, don't give up hope. And the thing that's interesting about your story is, it ended up being somebody that you had already known previously, but like the timing was wrong and then you guys circled back to each other. What is it like being in a relationship now? You're over 35 and you're in a relationship for the first time after having years of being allowed to be selfish. Because I think a lot of the, our listeners are women who are in the position of, I've been doing me for a while while wanting love, but maybe not realizing that there's some habits I'm going to have to break to let somebody in. Um, Light question. Well, for me, I'm a very like, I'm a very giving and kind person. Yeah, you are. So, like, kind of like, I don't, I don't want to use the word looking after, but like looking after, You're nurturing. Or like doting, yeah, doting. Like that's an easy thing for me to do. Yeah, you know. Um, but having a man in your space, though, like, no, how did you do so with the, that? The biggest thing that we've had um, issues with as of now is, you know. The way I sleep, I sleep like this. You sleep like a stop. Me too. Oh shit! Like, I didn't even think about that. I just that. be all over. And, because and, you're used to having your full bed, and it ain't working out. <laughs> and so, <laughs> he's, he's getting knocked in the face. He's like, I don't have any space. I'm like, yo, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sleep like this is how I sleep. And he's like, you waking up, cussing me out, and I'm like, and then we just could do like it doesn't matter which which if it's his house, my house, it, it hasn't. And so, how big is the bed? Is it a, is it a queen or a king? I have a queen. See for me, I have a queen too. So oh man, I didn't but think like about that. I'm, you know, I'm a. I like to spread out. I'm a starfish as well. I'm like sometimes I like to be diagonal. You know, you just oh, never be know. careful with the braces. I just realized that the the, the oh, microphone is picking up. So wait a minute. So oh, how my problem? How do you? How do you train? Like those are the kind of things I worry about. I don't worry about being loving and nurturing and yeah. treating my partner nice. I'm worried about dumb shit like. Oh God! What if he leaves underwear everywhere, and I'm gonna want to kill him every Thursday? Or what if he doesn't take out the trash? Or what if we can't? He snores Wipe the like water from around the sink once you wash your hands uh, in the bathroom. So shout out to anybody who is <laughs> dating a woman who is of a certain age or who has been single for a while. It's the little things that piss us off because women are we're used to nurturing every, people that we love. It's that little shit of I'm not used to having somebody in my yeah. And I and I'm also very uh, I don't like hair. I don't like to see it anywhere. Where does he leave here? No, it's just like it's a beard. So you know. Oh, he clips the beard and he doesn't clip it. But just you know, you you just like hair. Hair comes out when you pick it. You comb it. You do it. And I just be like, it's one hair right there. But I just be like, okay, I know it's not intentional. Like I love him. This is not not in not in here. Like I'm gonna stick beside him. No, I lived with with my uh, my best friend at one point, and he would trim his beard. At the sink, mm, and not rinse. And I would, it. and I would walk. I'm like, so you don't see that the sink is <laughs> it, covered is now fuzzy. The whole sink is covered <laughs> like a fur stole. Like, no, like, oh, I didn't even notice. How do you not notice that? I would have the same question. Or even when the seat is up, like you don't see that you missed. He's he's great with that. He's, and he Alicia has good aim. And he, and he, 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 knows how to, and he knows how to wash dishes. See, I like a good domesticated man. Oh. We we don't talk about this enough. Thanks to his mama. Thank a you. lot of men like I want somebody who's gonna cook and clean. Me too, sir. How about we both want we like I love watching 
men do chores because they call it chore play. There's a, there's a term for it. Women over 35, we get sexually aroused. It's by... like, you know how to do things and I don't have to do everything. But the younger girls are not like this, though. Like, I feel like when you're in your 20s, you're socialized to like want to peacock <clears throat> and audition. You, you hit about 33, 34. You're like, look, you need to, know how to do something. I need you to help because I'm <laughs> I'm not doing all this shit. I'm tired too. Right. right? You tired, Extra. I'm tired. So yeah, I, I really, really think that the more pragmatic side of love doesn't get talked about enough. But now that you guys are in a relationship, how long did it take you guys to go from, oh hey, friends that I'm circling back to back to to date to like, oh, we're we're in a relationship. Was it like a couple cause I feel like the older you get, the quicker you know that you wanna like commit to somebody. It was a month. That sounds I mean, yeah. And I was like Oh no! You were nervous, but you knew him before. We didn't know. We had met each other. We had one on one at the beach talk date. Oh, so it was like a light date. Yeah, and then but he wasn't a complete stranger. And then maybe a couple phone calls, and then okay, it went away. So, but I love that though. I think a month is. I think at a certain point in life, you know what you want. Yeah, and he was very. He was certain, and I was just like. That is so sexy. I was like, okay. He's like, I love a certain man. He was like, I was like, okay. And then we went on a little New Year's uh, Airbnb trip up north. Oh, that's and, sexy. Uh, and he was just like, don't you have something to tell me? I'm like, Leave me alone. What, what, what was he waiting for you to tell him? But I loved him. Who said it first? He did. Like, and you made him wait? Because I was just like, I don't know. Ferris, how long did you make him wait? I was nervous. How long did you make him scared. wait? It was it was like a like a month. Oh no, that's like wait, no. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, no, that, that no, that day that same time we were up on the trip, it happened. Oh, okay. So no, no, no. he but said I, it and then he you... said it way long, like a whole month before. Ferris, that's a long time. I know, but I'm like, oh. I'm gonna tell you he right was, now. And he knew. He was like, It's fine. I know you're scared. Better him da, than da, me. Da, da, da. If I tell you I love you on Tuesday and four more Tuesdays go by, you ain't said it yet. I need you to come get your stuff. <laughs> I need you to come get your bag and your hairy little sink clippers. And you got to go. Um, well, I think it's different with women too, though. I think, but, and because it, it's like for me, I have never in my life had a healthy relationship. Every single relationship I had was abusive. Talk about it. And so it's yeah. like I'm definitely was willing, am willing, open, ready. You've been ready and doing all the the, the self work. Uh, you know, everything that everything you yeah. know worrying about myself more taking care but when you actively have to practice the things that you were learning and doing it's different you're mm -hmm. like oh shit i really got to talk to him and tell him exactly what i'm feeling and be vulnerable and i have to just be open literally i had a breakdown moment one time something happened and this is we are new into the relationship he's at my house and something happened that day and we it was just like two and a half weeks that we had been hanging oh, out. Oh, so yeah, y'all were baby dating. And I was, and then it happened, and I fucking broke down, boohoo, crying in my house. Aww. And because of trauma, I responded to like, oh my god, he's not gonna like me anymore. He's gonna leave. Yep. Are you okay? Is this too much for you? And he was just like, what are you talking about? Like, if I can't be here for you to cry, what the fuck am I doing here? Aww. And he's like, and it made me see you that you're, you know, you're a strong woman, but you're also like, you're a human. You have emotions. You did it. I so, love that. I was just like, okay. and I love that you have the language to identify that that was your trauma talking. Yeah, because one of the things that I recognize that um, I have now learned the patterns of when I'm not safe, and one of the biggest things of not being safe is if I can't have a bad day w around you, I know I'm not safe. Yeah, because true. trauma has taught me it's that true. a lot of times people who are abusive or selfish, right? Because not everybody's right. abusive, but selfishness can be just as harming. Yeah, selfish people don't want to be inconvenienced by a bad day.
So if somebody doesn't let you have a bad day around them or doesn't let you be human and fall apart around them or doesn't at least show you grace in moments where you're you're buckling under the pressure yeah. of life, that's not your person. Not at all. I've actually and, and the thing is too, there's some folks who this is I, I blame Instagram. There's a thing called toxic positivity where they think that they can't let you vent without giving you a pep talk and like everything has to be talked like, away. Just just it's okay just okay just say positive things will turn around that's great bro but this just like, happened 25 right minutes ago can i be right. upset for 20 minutes before we go like so i think I toxic positivity that. is so annoying to me because what it's telling me is either you're simple and don't know how to give me real feedback or you're trying to manipulate me not to inconvenience you with my bad day mm -hmm. either way we're not equally yoked right like i need to right. be able to be like hey babe i'm gonna of course i know that i can get through this but let me feel it first right how do you think you have been stretched the most from being in a relationship after being single for so long. Because I'm speaking love into life of anybody who's listening. Anybody who's listening um, to this to this episode who is not asexual, because we did have an asexual guest who said, bitch, I don't want to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But if you're not asexual or gray sexual and you do want a relationship and it's been a while, I want you to listen to what Ferris is saying because she is an example of what could be on the other side. Because a lot of people don't believe there is another side. That's True. actually why I, I wanted you to be on the show because a lot of folks believe you're possible. I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I was, <laughs> it I, might just be me I, out I, here. It's so funny because I always be like, well, if I liked vagina more, maybe that would work out. But sure, like, I tried that too. They be they be breaking yeah, your heart too. Child. I know, and I was just like, mm. them lesbians would hurt your feelings. Like they'd be fine, but I don't want it that way. Yeah, <laughs> but um, really, 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 really be super 100% honest and communicate about how you feel. Don't matter what it is. No, oh, even when you're having even when yeah. you're having a weak moment. Yeah, even if it's something that's like, okay, I know you didn't mean it and I know it might not seem big to you, but like that irritates me. Or even yeah. if it's like the way they speak to you or tone or like ooh, or a, you're a like, sassy, okay, yeah. just so you know like this this way you're saying it is kind of like it's a lot or yeah. you know, you said this before or you know, just Whatever it is, don't matter. It's like, oh, you fixed my oatmeal the other day. I didn't really like it. Or this food, you know, no matter what it is, just say it. And if they fuck with you, they're going to be like, okay, yeah. what can I do it better? Or like, I'm sorry. If it's something if that- If they fuck with you. Yeah. But if, if they don't, if they don't fuck, fuck with you, they're going to come with some fucking- some Everything excuses. is inconvenient. Perfect yeah. example. I and love- They're going to be mad at you. Matcha lattes. I love them with oatmeal because oh. I'm lactose intolerant. But I, 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 but for some reason, the coconut milk at Starbucks tastes like booty juice. <laughs> so I had somebody bring me- It was somebody who was trying to court me. They brought me a matcha latte and they were like, look, they didn't have oatmeal, but they gave you coconut milk. I said, oh no, it's going to taste like pee. No, thank you. Uh -huh. He got so mad that I was honest that I hated the way it tasted. I was just trying to do something nice for you. No, I said thank you. I think that's sweet. You should do something nice for me. It sucks to give you pee water. Like, I need to be able to tell you the truth that this tastes like ass while still saying I really appreciate you, the effort yeah. without ever being like you're a professional victim. A lot of people, yeah. like, they are so scared of making a gesture that any feedback makes them yeah. shut down. Yeah. And the women do that too. It's not just guys. Uh, no, it's on it's on both it's on both sides. And I think that's the thing. Like when you when you're maybe pretty much whatever age it is that you are, and you just getting back into a relationship, like mm -hmm. that's when the work starts that you've done on yourself in order to be able to be spiritually open to even get into a relationship, right? Blowing off the cobwebs off your heart, and like saying, let's do this again, you know. Yeah. And then you realizing like, oh, I still got trauma from this. Sh I thought I healed from it. I thought I did the work. I thought I did all the prayers and the 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 the, the, the sound bowl. I thought I did it all. But... I did a sound bath. I, I did ayahuasca. <laughs> I saw a funny ass quote. It said, "I thought I was healed till I got mad. Whole time I was still crazy." 
<laughs> and I was like, I always say you don't know somebody until you watch them date. No. Good or bad. Nor because... do you even know the things that you just do all the time by yourself. <laughs> like I talk to myself a lot by Me myself. Too. And it's like you have to just uh, you just have you have... been caught? Has anybody ever caught like, you talking to yourself? You say? Oh, all the time. My friends know. They be like, Ferris, who you? I'm like, I'm talking to myself. They be like, okay. I talk to myself. I'm an only child, though. That was my excuse. I talk to myself so much that when I started living with my last partner, it was like, I was like oh, shit, he just caught me talking to myself. It's so fucking weird. He was like, who were you having that passionate conversation? Was that a TED talk? I and me, like, like no. I, I, always, I, don't, I always whisper, too. So mm -hmm. that's probably even more weird. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> like, when I think about It could be the, the Gemini in you, though, because I, I have Gemini in my things. chart. So this could be more Gemini than anything. <laughs> Look, if you have Gemini in your chart, you might come off crazy from a distance. I think Gemini energy, because there's two of y'all, so there's somebody who's going to respond. There's two of y'all in there. Because I'm, you know, I, you know, I'm just sometimes just like, okay, I got to do this. Have you ever I'm watched here, I gotta do this. Married at First Sight? Yes. Here's the thing about Married at First Sight that I think is very relevant to this conversation that we're having about the soft life and like dusting off the cobwebs of your heart and like loving mm -hmm. again, is that when you watch Married at First Sight, it's usually folks who are saying, I've tried everything. Help me. Right. Please help me. Mm -hmm. And then they get married. And this always happens in particular with the black women or the women of color. And it breaks my heart that it's us, but I get why we do it. The first time the man does something that triggers them, rather than saying I'm scared or hurt, they become stern like a mother <coughs> and start scolding a grown ass man. And the audience is like, sis, you just said you want a husband. Uh, <laughs> you gonna get divorced if you keep talking to him like that. And the more hurt they are, instead of saying I'm scared or hurt, the more stern they become. Did you ever have to grab, because for me as a woman, I will say watching that show healed me of that habit of like, oh shit, when women who are used to like having to do it by themselves get scared, we sometimes pretend to be stern so we can get our control back. But it's off-putting because it seems like you're talking to him like he's a child and, mm -hmm. and nobody wants to fuck their mom, right? No, have no. you worked through the that, that knee-jerk reaction to like be stern instead of saying I'm scared? Um, Most of the time. And most of the time I believe that I do. And from the feedback I get, I do. But Yay. there's there's sometimes where it'll just be something I'll just be like, like fast You'll and just snap. say his name. Yeah. And you're like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I don't know who said that. I wasn't trying like to, you. I wasn't, it wasn't that aggressive as it sounds. Mm -hmm. I, was, I wasn't coming from a place that I'm trying to get at you right mm -hmm. now. <laughs> if you don't get your ass over here, I'm like, babe, was that you? <laughs> right. A lot of women talk down. We, we're, we're frustrated and we're so used to having to be a mom to everybody. You, you, you've mentioned it earlier. You said you're nurturing. We mother so many people who are not our children hmm. that when you're with an equal, sometimes you have to remind yourself, oh, shit, this is not my child. <laughs> this is my man. Like, I need to. Dang, this is not someone I need to instruct consistently all the time, constantly. Yeah. And if you had to, then you probably would need a new man. So... The biggest thing, though, is like I'm very big about like saying the proper word for things. And he likes to make up words. <laughs> Oh shit! We got the same problem. I'm literal as hell. If you say the too. word wrong, I'm like, stuck that on that. That's not the word. I'm like, honey, that's not what that means. But you know what I'm talking about? But, no, but that's not the no, word. No, no, no. What no, if no, he was no. talking to somebody? It wasn't me. Yeah, and now, and, and now they look at you like and, you dumb. And the word you chose is a little inflammatory, and it's not the right one. So I want to, I want to, I want to slap you right now. So you sure you don't want to pick a word that doesn't make me feel violence in my spirit? No, seriously, that that, that is a Gemini thing though, being very literal. That is very I'm much so literal. literal. That's a, this is actually one of our things where I'm trying to. I don't. Hopefully, I'm. Hopefully he don't feel away. <laughs> talking stuff. She's gonna text him afterwards, like, baby, I just need you to know that I love you so much. No, I will say I love the way he looks at you. Cause when you guys came to my birthday party, thank you so much for coming. You're that was a lovely dress. Um, we would have been matching had, you know, uh the dress place not played me. 
I, I got a dress for my birthday. I was really kind of stunt, and then my, my titties wouldn't let me be great. We're going to talk about that at some point, about why bodies and, why clothes. Bodies and clothes, how, and we talked about Things this briefly in Mexico. Don't ever. They don't believe that there are certain women who, regardless of their size, still have a, a curvy shape. And they, they just, make things as if we're all built like iPhones. No disrespect to anybody who was built like that, by the way. But I'm no, I just realized that you know I, you, yeah. I don't want to shame nobody. But yeah. like, yeah. when you're a girl who, who has breasts or hips or booty, I'm like, is it racism? Because all the white girls got booties now too. So what's the problem? I don't, but everyone likes to wear stretchy bullshit all the time. Oh, that makes sense. No, all the little girls are being all the little Instagram with everybody looking like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, they. they I mean, that they, is the all aesthetic. They, all they wear is skin tight shit. All shit stretchy. That's true. And so it doesn't have. It doesn't. It, does, it doesn't have to be like tailored because it stretches. It just stretches. That makes a lot of sense because the dress that I got was actually not even. It was a size bigger than my regular size because I was like, oh, I'm gonna size up for my boobs yeah. and then I'm gonna go to the tailor. tailor. Yep. Mm -hmm. So my plan was to see this. You could tell that I was a, a teenager in the '90s. My my dumbass is thinking they're gonna pro properly cut this for a size bigger, and I'm just gonna get it tailored to fit my boobs. In the '90s and early 2000s, that would have made sense. But it in the smaller now, huh? in this fast fashion world that we live in. It was made for somebody with a like a shape that I don't even think is of God, and so even though it was a size bigger, my I, one titty, I got one titty in the dress and a half a half an elbow. Like, I was I was like I can't go to the tailor like this. Like this is not gonna work, y'all. Yeah, I really it's a struggle. Fast fashion, I think, is a bit of the devil because I love that they're making things accessible to everybody to look nice, but they're stealing from creatives. Like a lot of people who have yeah. small boutiques are getting their fashion, their ideas stolen from them and then reproduced by like Fashion Nova or something. And that's the hard thing that sucks about that because there's no way to have copyright over those or a trademark. Yeah, or any, that's that's crazy. Or even if you, you send a dress, if you send a dress right now to a stylist of let's say a Meg Thee Stallion or something. Somebody, oh, they can copy it. They would copy it, but, but not even tell her. So you're mad at her thinking she stole your, your whatever, but not it's... knowing it's the middleman who stole from you. Yeah. The fashion game right now is on some next level shit, which is why I think thrifting might need to make a bigger comeback. Oh, Back in my day, thrifting love... was the move. That's I haven't gone, but that's like everyone, people that know me know like that's my shit. I used to sell vintage actually. That's why I hit you. I hit you a couple of days because I, I was cleaning up mm -hmm. my my guest room. And I was like, Ferris, what do I do with these clothes? All these clothes. I, oh, I need to tell homegirl the prices. I ain't done that yet. But here's the, here's the funny thing, though. Half the clothes were like clothes that I bought that I loved. The other half were things that were sent to me from fast fashion places mm -hmm. that I never took out the package. Mm -hmm. What do I do with those clothes? Because they're brand new with the tag on them, but they're not like fancy. They're just stuff that insert popular brand sent me. And I was like, I'm not wearing that. Like, <laughs> no, no, no disrespect. I don't want to lose any like... sponsorships, but donate. That's a, that's the thing. Those kind of clothes to me, I feel like it's like an environmental hazard. You're creating clothes that folks can't even pass on because they're like, they don't last. Yeah. They literally don't last. I mean, excuse me. There are ways to make them last. Is what do you mean like rep repurpose them? Repurposing or like reading the care instructions on the tag. People never pay attention that's to care. For. She just came for all of y'all. I'm looking straight into the camera. She said, you dumb bitches who do not know what gets bleached and what needs warm versus cold water. If y'all don't get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> oh my God. So it's funny because since I was a child, so I stopped my mother from washing my clothes when I was a child. You were like, you're doing this wrong, mother. Exactly. Because <laughs> she would fuck my shit up. You know that little random blue shit that ended up being on clothes? Yeah. And, and then she shrunk some. I was like, mommy, I'm going to wash my own clothes. I was, always been into like clothes and yeah. putting stuff together since I was a child. I have OCD around that. I tend to sometimes dry clean things that I'm not even sure need to be dry cleaned because my spirit don't want to risk it. I'm like, look. Well, 
I need y'all to whatever that special thing you do when nothing gets fucked up, do that to my to this. Like if I have a dress that I love, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't need dry cleaning, I will get a dry clean just to be safe. I say if it says or if it says hand wash or dry clean, depending yeah. on what the material is. I'm not hand washing it, love. I might put I'll, I'll wash it on delicate. I air dry like, uh, and then I air dry hella stuff. I air dry hella stuff. Don't I laugh. air dry my t-shirt. I have t-shirts. three outfits hair dry, like air drying right now in my house. Yeah, and I'm not laughing because that's I need a whole room for when I do laundry. I was like, if really, I'm if I'm late life. to to see Ferris because <laughs> I am air drying this dress right now. How do I explain this? Literally, I was like, I'm not catching this Uber no, until I hang this up. That's I air dry. My my leggings, even my workout leggings, I my bras. That's exact. Some of my underwear. You're a witch. All of my t-shirts. She just listed everything that I'm air drying. Dresses. I air dried a dress like that and I a workout can't wash, outfit. Things that I can wash. Yeah. I I like. That's how they last. And then you oh, you, right. you fold them. You hang bras them up, especially. You put them away. Like you like when you treat your clothes like shit. That's what they're gonna look like. Oh, that, that's a word, guys. You understand that? <laughs> She's saying you look crazy because you treat your clothes crazy. If, what's an easy way to always... There are some people, I call it the Parisian thing. When you go to Paris, a woman could be in some a t-shirt and, and some jeans and still look very chic. Aside from the red lip, because we all know that, that trick. What is a way to always look effortlessly fashionable? Because I, I feel like I'm in this space now where I look like I'm always going to Target because... <laughs> No, seriously, you know what it is? Because all the clothes I love are three sizes too small, and I'm not buying them shits again. So uh, part of me is like, until I get there, fuck y'all. This is what we, this is what we do. It. We doing this until we do that, right? And I'm, and I'm trying to get out of that mindset because I'm like, girl, you're. Then once you've hit forty, it's gonna take you a while to get back there. What's a way to be effortlessly fashionable without having to like, you know, break the bank or drive yourself crazy? Um, because you do it all the time. Ooh. I, I've been doing it for so long. Um, accessories. You're really oh, great at accessories. I was going to say that that's, the main, that's one of the main things. You can have on something plain, but like, if you got, like these, I wear these. If y'all been hearing the jingling the whole episode, shout out to those of you who are not um, watching. So you've been wondering, is that Santa Claus in the background? <laughs> no, that's first. And these gorgeous bangles that you have, those are really beautiful. No, I, and I've been wearing these for the past nine years. Oh, wow. So that's quality. Yeah. Like your arm's not green or anything. No, they're brass. I take them off. I have a brass bowl. I put them in when I walk in. Um, oh, I love sometimes that. Sometimes there's three. Now there's four and eight. This one was my mom. No, this one was my mom's. So oh, that makes it a super very important, important one for me. But like, yeah, some bomb ass earrings, bomb oh, yeah. ass necklace, and some bangles. And also your clothes fitting properly. If and even if you ain't got the fly jewelry, at least have your clothes fit properly. Well, there's a new thing now that I've learned with the um, I, is it the younger millennials going into Generation Z? Mm-hmm. We're already into Alpha Girl. Like they started the alphabet back up. Oh my goodness! I know. <laughs> I, I'm like, what Alpha? <laughs> I thought we were still in the end of the like alphabet. Two? They wear things slightly too small on purpose. Like they'll have bathing suits that are slightly too small. With the titty hanging out. So there's like, and so that's not. I thought I used to think that was a mistake. It's on purpose. It is. It's weird. It's fuck. I don't understand that. I don't either. I think it looks ridiculous. Well, I was gonna ask you to explain it to me, but if you don't understand, it, <laughs> first, like I don't get it either. It looks ridiculous. Like I, I and it only works if you have like this much titty. Yeah, if you have like a, a handful if of. If you titty. have like a real one. I mean, I'm sorry. Those are real titties. Sorry. Those are real bad. titties. If you small, have every yellows matter too. Mm-hmm. If you have smaller breasts mm-hmm. as opposed to larger breasts, mm-hmm. like. How and you only can do it if you have larger breasts if they're fake. Yeah, because I have, it's not gonna work. It's gonna fall over. I'm gonna it's tell gonna you right now. Off. If I try to do under boob, somebody's gonna black eye. Okay, I'm knocking somebody out if I try to do under boob because real titties plop out because gravity. They, they yeah, they do. It, I'm thinking do. about like if after if I have a baby, 
if if God lets these half a dozen eggs I got left get fertilized before said, time is up. What? Look, I had I had a fellow witch tell me she's like, I feel like your egg got three good years, and I was like, bitch, say less. Um, but if I fertilize one of my eggs as soon as I'm done, I am getting a mommy makeover, mm-hmm. but a safe one because you know yeah. things can happen. And the first thing I want is them to make. I don't want any bigger breasts because God knows you're like that's I'm built like a milkmaid. I'm like a. I don't even want to tell you what size I am, but it's not a D. I went to a fancy place to get a bra and they fit you custom for every bra. Uh One was a G. I said, excuse me. The other one was an F. But the third one was an H. I said, bitch, now you make it stand up. (laughs) She got me three different bras. One's a G, one's an F, one's an H. And she's like, yeah, depending on the cut. I was yeah. like, I was like, what cut do you have that I am the whole freaking alphabet? I have two friends that have very, they'll be like, girl. I think I have, you have booty dysmorphia. I have breast dysmorphia. I do not think I'm large breasted. Ferris, fix your face. I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> this is disrespect. What you not? This show is called Humanize. When the guests come on the show, I don't even know. Sorry, I don't even know what's you, going you on. You look me straight in my titties like I was stupid. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's hard for me. I told you. Yeah. Well, that's, you know what? That's your payback from when I saw your, your ass walk by at the pool. I was like, Ferris, you got a donkey. I like, I announced it to everybody. At the... It's usually. No, I was like, girl, what's going on? It's funny when I have like male homeboys like accidentally knock into my butt. They'd be like, what the fuck? And they'd be like, sorry. If it, I didn't. I, that's not I sexist because I, I had the same reaction. Like, I didn't know it was. That was, no. I'm like, I, it's okay. Yeah, I, I really my feel like. My one homeboy, when he found out for like every time he saw me, he was like, I did not even know. I'm like. Girl, I didn't know. I know I didn't. I like. I'm a woman, and I really sat there stunned. Like, what just happened? Like, what is following Ferris around the pool like? So you have booty dysmorphia. I have breast dysmorphia. (laughs) We don't always see ourselves. Like, I wear crop tops a lot. Like, I'm one of those big girls who's like, I'm look. At a certain age, you gotta get. You gotta get comfortable with your body. Cause I. I I still be having feelings and things. Sometimes I'd be like, you know what? This is what I got. The beach gonna get whatever body I give it. You understand what me? I, got. I have a beach body every day because I'm gonna show up to the beach with whatever body I got. But every I, day. I think sometimes you still have to. To your point, remember how you're built. There are some big girls yeah. who are all hips and who can wear crop tops and not have to worry. Mm-hmm. I wore a crop top to a friend's house, forgetting that I have a G to, to H cup, and didn't realize that that was gonna eat half the crop top. So at one point he asked me to grab something, and the whole life, child yeah. plop plop fizz fizz over oh, the like half my titty almost came out, and I was like, oh, this is not about body positivity; it's just about knowing you got titties. Like sometimes we need use body positivity as an excuse not to dress for your body. Say it, say it again, say that again. I can be positive that doesn't fit you. Yes. Okay. I, I can be body positive. I, I and be like, it's also like when you're dressing, you should want things to flatter you yeah. and to like work with your your natural beauty instead of being like, oh, like what are you doing, sis? Exactly. And there's nothing wrong because like if you want to dress how you want to dress, do it. But just like make sure it fits you good. Like, and if it doesn't fit you good, you need it, to be a good actress because there are some folks that be like. Ooh, I'm not sure I would have made that choice, but they look like they're having so much fun. I was like, bitch, mind your business. Look at her. She's having fun. But if you're wearing something that and you look uncomfortable and you're tugging and and like girls on their wobbly heels. Well, that's why when I, for me, even though people be like, I don't know why you don't like I don't wear form fitting. I don't wear a lot of form fitting like you dresses. could. You, you get a because, house paid for if you wear a form fitting because dress. Because everything, you know, when you got thighs and everything, don't nothing stays where it's supposed to stay. Everything moves. And then it's like I got like a little bump. And I, for me, that bump is like this. Yeah. And then people be like, you're tripping. And I'd be like, but it's how I feel and how I want to look. What's what we have in common? I love <laughs> things that are ethereal and see through. 
That and is like, my tight shit is hot. It really when is. When you got thighs and you got your thighs clenched together and it's hot. Talk about it. Can we talk about the chafing? Can we Girl. talk about the rubbing, the uncomfortable? Like, it's not sexy. I started using a special lotion. It cost a lot of fucking money, but I was like, I need to make my inner thighs more supple because these things are going to always kiss. What I, I, wear, always what kiss. I wear, like, sometimes I have on, like, little shorts. Like, I'm shorts today. Mm -hmm. But I buy the thing called bandolettes. Oh. And it's like, you know, like, say if they hit me. Like a like, garter? It's like basically like the tops of thigh highs. Oh. And you just put those around your thighs right here. Oh, and that's kind of sexy They too. have lacy ones and then they have ones that are Ooh. just like regular with no lacy because they're unisex ones because they can be for men too. Oh, speaking of being unisex for men, perfect pivot. Um, We were supposed to talk about you at my birthday party and how beautiful you looked and how I loved how uh your boyfriend looked at you. But we were on a complete fashion tangent that I love. But you mentioned unisex. I was just telling my former co-host, because, you know, our Hollywood Unlocked has come to an end. We just taped the last episode. I know. Oh. I'm going to miss them. Um, I actually, by the time this show airs, I think that would have already aired. So I'm not breaking any news. I was talking to my co-host, uh, Damage, and I was like, I hope you like shorts because it's, you know, hoochie short uh, summer. It's, it's hoochie daddy short summer. I love this new wave. I, I'm here for it. Okay, I'm, daddy short. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, brother's about to start I'm a dirty old man like on the inside. Shorts, like the, real shorts. Like the 80s are back and I love it. Not it's shorts over the man It's man thighs everywhere. And I am so aroused. I want to. I'm a, here for it. My friend Jeff, Jeff is going to be on the show. He had a short set birthday party where the only dress code was everybody had to show up in a short set. Oh. Child, I was just sitting there sipping next to him. His mama just looking at everybody like, I am a dirty old man. Like I enjoyed it. <laughs> Very much didn't care if you were gay, straight, or non-binary. I was looking at all the man thighs. I love this moment in fashion. Am I a pervert? Do you too appreciate that it's about to be man thigh like, summer? Man gams. Like, I feel like because of you know the way in which lots of men were brought up, they think things that are form fitting or fitted or are gay. Yeah, that it's not. I was like. No, like the same way you like to see figures, so do we. The same way you like booty, so do we. So thank you for making it man's summer dress season. Yes, this is this is this is our ladies, this is our season. It is Hoochie Daddy Short Summer. Um if you have a man in your life, please encourage him to show his thighs and and, and have him out for the rest of us. Hoochie Daddy and, Shorts. And they all got booties too. A lot of men got booties that we oh, didn't know do. about. They do. You're not the only one hiding ass. Like a lot of these dudes oh, out do. here. They do. I'm like, oh look at you have no about a little walk. I <laughs> I don't think men understand how much we, we we objectify them too. We're just you know we just are not as fucking pervy as they yeah, are. Yeah, we make it cute. Like I'm not like these are just pervy, pervy being called to HR. I'm more like oh you look nice in them shorts, they Roger. Never, and they it's like they forget how to just have any sort of proper decorum, and then just yeah. and they be like oh, even though yesterday the dude at CVS you know he stopped he damn you beautiful oh can I do you want me to check you out <laughs> oh no, that's sweet and I was though. like oh, thank oh. you but he hooked me up with a care pass with an extra ten dollars off see I love and that and I walked out I was like being cute works sometimes were you dressed up or were you dressed down just uh, however I normally look because I will tell you this I feel like men only hit like a lot of men hit on oh, no. women harder when they're dressed down I was just no because I had no, it was how I was what I had on earlier, like a top and a yeah. Like thing. what I want a guy to one day come on the show and explain to me why they hit on us so much when we're dressed down. Because if you look good like that, you'll look good dressed up too. Look at you, motherfucker, Paris. <laughs> I've been wondering this for for decades. Yeah, they like if you look good like this, you're gonna look way better when you're like whatever you do to yourself. One of my homegirls was like, maybe it's because we're too approachable when we look like when we look fine. I'm like, no men like fine women. I don't mean nothing. No. That does make sense because they're like, I need to see because, you with ooh, your clean day, face. In this day and age. That's true. Woo, the lies and deceit. 
whole new faces. You'd be like, remember that 90s group changing faces? I would be mad as fuck. Y'all have some changing faces. I'm going to play that song when I get home. Do you mind if I struck? You remember that song? I don't mind. mind. Okay. We just showed our age. We just showed. (laughs) I don't give a fuck because I still get carded and black people still think I'm in my 20s. I got carded the other day by somebody who could have been my child. And I was looking at him like, I know this is your job. I go to the same grocery store and we live, you know, Uh we're neighbors. Yeah. Same grocery store. I've been going there since I've been like four years in that area. I still get carded when I buy rosé. That is... <laughs> shout out to black skincare. And the reason why I'm saying black skincare because we keep on saying black don't crack, but it does no, it, um, it does fold and ash and, 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 and wither. So there's worse things than cracking. Um, a lot of y'all look like worn out babies. Um, and so please moisturize, particularly to the men out there. If you're going to have your thighs out, please also understand <laughs> that we can see the bags under your eyes as well. And like, we're not the only ones who get crow's feet. This is not to shame aging. It's to say it's that not, you gotta take care of we need to moisturize and take care of ourselves. The, the, to bring it full circle, the whole point of this episode is about living a soft life, right? Mm-hmm. Soft life also means self-care. Oh. It doesn't mean being slovenly and lazy. Like right now I am wearing an urban turban because my, my, my locks about to fall out and I'm wearing t-shirt and sweats, but I still smell good. I am hella moisturized. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you still can take care of yourself yep. even when you're having, I'm um, going to target looking day. Yeah. Don't oh, be that's, smelling that's bad that's and ashy. They'd be like, Paris, you always just be dressed. I'm like, I have clothes. I buy them for a reason. I'm, I'm going out the house. Let me just put my shit on. When <laughs> I get back to the clothes that I love, I'm going to have you come into my closet and tell me what to get rid of and what to keep. Because because I remember one time Kyra was like, sometimes I'd be like, Ferris, uh, here's a picture of my outfits. Help me. <laughs> no, she does. She'll be calling me again. She's like, I'm about to go to this thing. Which one should I wear? Should I wear this one? I'd be like, oh, wear that one. She's like, okay. Okay, what about this? I, I love okay. prints and color. Like, me too. I spend so much, I will say this too, and I've talked about this several times in the show. So anybody who's a, who's a listener, apologies for bringing this up again. Ferris man never heard this. But I've always been a big girl who was in one size bracket, right? So I was always like the size 14, maybe 16 if I'm like depressed. Mm-hmm. When my aunt passed away and I gained like 50 pounds, mm-hmm. it put me into a whole different bracket. Yeah. I didn't have clothes for that bracket. I didn't have the, sh- like, I wasn't prepared for the next bracket. I think a lot of people don't realize whether you're comfortable in your body or not, you get comfortable in your lane. Right. And when you get pushed over to a different lane, even though you were already a big girl, like, no, I wasn't, this is, this, this, is, like, this, is, a, this is a different what, kind of in part of the neighborhood. People don't realize when you're past like a, tw- when you're like, because I've been mostly my, like a 12, 14, sometimes mm-hmm. a 10, most my whole life. Yeah. When you get past, when you're 12 and past, clothes change so dramatically. What's available changes so dramatically. The the te- the, the quality, the availability, mm-hmm. the price, the the fit. Even thrifting. Yeah. As, as a size 14, I still knew that I could find something I could finesse. Or even if I went to a regular size store, if I picked the bigger sizes, if, because I have a smaller waist, I could probably still work it out. Mm-hmm. Once you hit a 16, honey, that's... Mm-hmm. And, Godspeed, yeah, best and of just luck. The, the the choices for with well, the plus size, I hate the term plus size, really, actually. But I call myself a thick snack. It. <laughs> I'm a thick snack. snack. Sh- shout out to the thick snacks and the thin mints. Whatever, whatever way you get it, we're all yummy. But no, yeah, there is there, there's 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 a hierarchy in just, the the plus size world. And the way it fits, like yeah. The plus because even like I've applied for plus size modeling stuff many times, and they'd be like, nope. Why? I'm too small. Oh yeah, I, we talked about this. How it's changed so drastically. But then sometimes in the nineties, you would have been perfect. But then sometimes, like an eight is a plus size. Yep. But it just, it just, I don't know. It just depends on what you're looking for. But then it's like, even with it's with all modeling thing. But in plus size, you know, there's so many different shapes and sizes and looks. But they only do the one 
white girl plus size standard, which is wide butt, small, th- small thighs yeah. and big breast. Yeah. And so they'll like, have like three black girls that they use for everything that they rotate in and yeah, out. Like you see the same three they black still girls. Have, but they still have a wider butt. They don't have like, it's like my butt doesn't work a lot in pants because it goes out. Yeah. It put, that thing is poking. It's banging. And then you think about like, you see them and you're like, oh, she plus the bitch, Her thighs are thin. I got big ass thighs too. Yeah. And big knees and big calves. Like, yeah. Having all nobody of them talks about the footwear one... of plus like a certain size as well too. Like when they make those boots, oh I can't get. I wish I wish I could get me a badass ankle leather thigh high over the knee. Nope, all they sell in those in all sizes are fucking ugly ass fake ass leather micro suede bullshit that don't yeah. last long. The heels nope. are horrible. Yeah, but. And if they make them in other brands, but then they make it a 13 inch calf circumference. What the fuck is that? Yeah, I, I, I but you're going to give me a 10 and a 10 and a half, 11 shoe. And my, my calf is this big. You're bringing up the point about this is, this is why I've started just having the, you know, how I, they always joke about like forever 21. I'm forever target. Right. The reason why I've started dressing like, I'm just going to have a comfortable summer. Cause I'm like, y'all not making this fun for me. Like I would, if I went to a place mm-hmm. and found things in my body, like my size that used to fit me, three sizes over i would love shopping the way that i do but it's not fun anymore mm-hmm. when it's either like i'm looking like an auntie or i'm looking like i'm a 12 year old it's a lot it's a lot of work like the fashion industry is making it so hard it's a lot but what happened work. to body po- the body positivity movement is it's only so... for fast fashion like if you're wearing pretty little thing forever 21 you can find something right but like again yeah. those are not high no offense but those are not no, high not. quality clothes that you can no. pass on to your daughter no. or get tailored for me like well i'm i just been i've always been loving shopping forever but i shop a lot online but also i i know i look at shopping away different than other people you yeah know? i i read the model measurements i read the measurements of the clothes i take my measurements oh that's really smart. um and then if i know the brand I know that I know you know where you fall. I know the the print, but it's like sometimes the 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 sites are the size are wrong. Like they're not really right, or they they have a different model's measurements up there, and it's not the one that's up there. And then you got just a lot of things. But I look sometimes when I look at the picture of the model too, see what type of body shape they have. If you if they have a model that has things poking out that are familiar to me, I get excited. Like, oh, it might still look good on me. And read the reviews. Those reviews, I I am OCD. Reviews are very helpful. I'm very OCD about reviews. So I do, I know, and most people ain't going to do all that. I do all that for everything I look at if it's something I want because I shop a lot online. Shopping in stores, it's like I get social anxiety sometimes and then they ain't ain't never got the damn sizes because 12, 14 is the most popular size in the entire country. The entire world. Yeah. Yeah, So it's just like stuff's always sold out. They never have enough. You go to stores, it's hella small. It's not about having big feet. I have a big foot. What size you wear? I'm 11. 10 and a half, 11. Yeah, I'm 10, 10 and a half, 11. Yeah. And and there's like five shoes for all of us. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. you go to you're like, and that's ugly as shit. And that's like, oh, ugly. that sucks too. That looks like a grandma shoe, even though I do like some grandma shoes. I mean, it depends ugly. on how you finesse it. So I think for me, what I'm, what I'm getting from this episode is a soft life is doing things that are easy, but still look like you give a fuck. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean that you've stopped caring, right? Oh, no. That's um, not soft. And so you're living a soft life with yourself. You're now living a soft life in the way that you're dating. Um, I also know you're living a soft life with friends because I've seen you in Takara. You guys act like two kittens licking each other's faces. <laughs> so you're, you're soft all the way around. What advice would you give to someone who is used to have being a struggle bird and always having to... Why would you tell her to come over here to this side, the soft life where we... Yes, I'm using the pronoun we. I'm speaking French now. Where we currently reside. Because I am now formerly a member of the soft life crew. 
there's no reason to just keep on going through life struggling and stressed out based on somebody else's bullshit. So and that's a word. If it's not benefiting me, if you're making me overstep my boundaries for myself, I don't have time for you. Yeah. Because you obviously don't care about me. So I'm not about to, um, no. And learn how to say no. No. And no is a complete sentence. And, and stand up for yourself. Stop no matter, no matter, No matter what it is. If, oh, I love that. You, you have to. Sometimes people just don't know. Yeah. And sometimes people just need to be checked. Yeah. So stand up for yourself. You'll feel better about it. And, also and be, you'll feel lighter and you'll feel soft. And you all exactly <laughs> when you're soft, you're also more receptive. Because one thing I've yeah. learned about the soft life is when you feel safe and honored and like you're around people who really appreciate you, yeah. When they do check you or challenge you, you already know it's coming from a compassionate exactly. place. And so you're more receptive. Sure. I think a soft life is just about being receptive and seeing things for what they are and not what you wish they were. Yeah. Child. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Ferris, that that was the hour. You see how quickly that went by? Very fast. This was a very fun conversation. We talked about all the things. I already know a lot of people are going to listen to this conversation and feel a, a kindred spirit to you because you represent a lot of the people who listen to the show. And also, too, you're a little aspirational. Again, those of you who have thought about giving up on love and who are waiting for a sign, here she is. Wave to the camera, Ferris. <laughs> oh, it's over here. You, you, you've been looking at it all day. Right. <laughs> you can you can have a, a strain of bullshit and take some time out to have a soft life. And when you least suspect, the love can come and kiss you on the forehead. And make sure you just go get your nails done in rose quartz, Ooh. so you can draw in love and have love at your fingertips. Because that's what I did, and my baby came. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm about to get my nails done with some worst quotes right after this. Uh, for those of you who, as always, please uh, rate the, the show on Apple. Uh, give us a review. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Check out our Patreon page. Do all the things. And make sure to share the show with a friend because uh, we're doing the Lord's work here. It sounds like we're having a regular conversation, but there are a lot of people who do need to hear these because what I've been hearing is a lot of folks don't have female friends that they can talk to or even just close mm -hmm. friends that they can talk to. And these conversations end up being cathartic for them. So thank Aww. you for being so open hearted because there could be somebody in Pawtucket right now who needs to hear everything that you were saying that, that's the words received in love <laughs> and when ferris tells us what her instagram is we'll tell you how to find her well <laughs> i have my for my my other my brand come up la so you can see that and things that i i do there in the community thank god i was like ferris if you don't show up with instagram at come up la until ferris does fair squared whatever her new instagram is <laughs> okay bye guys that was perfect ferris again Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Welcome to Sara Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sara B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sara underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sara underscore LA. Electric acid. Electric acid.